0: hi my name's lou and today i'm going to read the internet for you why well why not and today's what is going to be a journey back to some of the earlier things that i used to read about it's a new form that i found through something awful called dailydiapers.com Now, this is a form that is for adults who are into the adult baby, or AB, lifestyle. And that means that they like to wet their pants, soil themselves, have their diapers changed, things like that. Are they hurting anybody? No. Are they silly? Yes. And this site was featured on Something Awful's Weekend Web, uh, the first of the year 2010. But unfortunately, I didn't see it until it was too late. So I didn't get to participate Anyway, so let's jump right in to some amazing posts from people who like to be adult babies. And the first post that we'll read is from user H200420012, which is a great name, by the way. Very bizarre. Anyway, who writes in, a, in the Daily Diapers Boards and Chat Forum, Subforum Diaper Talk, Subforum Our Lifestyle Discussion, and a thread he started entitled, Am I an AB? Curious. And of course, AB stands for adult baby, once again. And the post goes like this. I know I love diapers, but I still don't know if I fit the AB style. Let me get a list of things I like. One, diapers. Two, plastic pants. Three, the plastic feel of diapers. Four, wearing just a t-shirt and diaper. When in DL mode. Five, I decorate the front of my diaper with baby prints. 6. The idea of doing this in a nursery environment only. 7. Going pee and poop in diapers. 8. Using a plastic potty. However, I don't like. 1. Baby talk. Good God, it annoys me when real parents talk to their kids like this. 2. Baby clothes. Everything except plastic pants. 3. The idea of wetting at night uncontrollably. 4 baby toys, five, the whole plastic and pinafores stuff. I do own tons of diapers, but I don't own, not that I wouldn't go buy them in a jiffy, one, a pacifier, two, baby bottles, three, baby powder, shampoo, all those things, and four, a diaper bag. Kids and babies in general disgust me in real life. Perhaps I'm jealous that they wear diapers and can get away with it. A turn on for me would be if my GF decided to change slash baby me. But at the moment where she starts baby talk with me slash attempts to feed me like a baby food wise, that would be a major GTFO moment. Another example would be watching children's programming. Say, for instance, Barney. As an ABDL, I would assume for those people in general to enjoy the regression given by watching a program like this. To me, eh, it does nothing. Anyway, you can see my dilemma. Any thoughts, guys? Fluff writes, I think you're in baby denial, and Barney is a terrible program, regardless of age. Daily DI replies, Sounds like a toddler to me. Kari shares, There are really no hard and fast rules about being an AB or DL. Sometimes I regress to a 4-year-old. Sometimes I regress to a 12-year-old that wants to be a 4-year-old. Weird, huh? Sometimes it's sexual, and sometimes it's a feeling of security. Four-year-olds don't usually suck on passies at bedtime, but I love my NUC-5. This lifestyle, fetish, or phase in your life is whatever it is yours to make. Just like you, I consider myself unique. Audi AB replies, I don't see anybody as strictly AB or DL, to be honest. Well, maybe there are one or two people at the extreme, but very few. I prefer to look at ABDL as a spectrum with an infinite number of shades in between. Further, no person's position on that spectrum is fixed. You can move along it in either way, over time or in line with stress level, etc. Whilst what you describe clearly fits on a more DL end rather than the AB end, it's not right the way over at the extreme DL end. Like most DLs, you seem to have at least a little bit of AB in you just waiting to come out. And Frogboy replies, Hmm, sounds to me like a teddy being thrown out of the pram. Toddlers have that whole assertion of their independence thing going on. So I would probably say you're not an adult baby. More an adult toddler of anything. Those are some, some interesting opinions. All right. <laughs> and in another thread... In the Our Lifestyle Discussion subforum, diaper guy68 writes in a thread he entitled, Where to Find an Incontinent Woman. I tried looking for an incontinent dating website, but I couldn't find any. I know that the many of them look down on us AB slash DLers. But if I was an incontinent, I would want someone who actually has an attraction for diapers and that lifestyle. How can we advertise ourselves? Do you think the newspaper would accept a full-page ad that says looking for incontinent females or man with diaper fetish seeks a partner? Y K Dave replies, not to crap on your idea, but I think you're on the wrong track. Searching for an incontinent mate does not mean you're going to find someone with a diaper fetish. Heck, I'm sure 90% of the incontinent people that wear diapers do it because they have no other choice. Lots of fetish dating sites out there. Sure, the selection is small, but that's life. Betty Pooh replies, Y K Dave is right. We really only have two main choices in finding a mate. We either seek someone who is otherwise, quote-unquote, the right one and hope they'll accept us when we know that it's time to tell them and give them the choice of leaving or going on separately, or we can seek someone who accepts this part of us and hopes that the rest will eventually work out. Neither way is guaranteed to work or even leave our own life in good condition should that effort fail. But what else can you do? Take it from someone who is still without a mate and probably will be for the rest of my life. If you can't stand to live alone, if you can't stand to live alone, then you have to take the risk of a loss to make the gains you need. And if you persist long enough, you're bound to succeed sooner or later. If you're lucky, you'll not have any really negative experiences on the way to success. If you're not that lucky, you just deal with it as best you can and go on ahead anyway. Persistence succeeds. Let Love's Rule replies, just hit up your local nursing home. I'm sure you'll find some hot diaper-wearing gilfs there. Frink replies, find a woman that you like, then make her incontinent. Make sure you clean the fork first, though loopy replies ha i got my fork right here if you need it diaper guy 68 hanu replies i see this as trying to put a positive spin on all the rejection we get for choosing to wear diapers and for the reasons that we make that choice there's a lot of loneliness in this community and it's human nature to want to find a significant other that fully accepts you been there done that my experience was that unless your partner also enjoys wearing diapers they will never really understand why you do Sure, you can find someone who loves you for you and is willing to accept or even play with you and your diapers, but they won't get it. They won't know what to do or what you're feeling. Not a lot of us, and there are undesirable types on both sides of the aisle. Worse yet, the demographics are totally unbalanced. The basics are the same for us as any other group. You have to have a relationship that is nurturing and supportive, as well as satisfying. Your relationship can't just be about diapers, because your life isn't just about diapers. Good luck, my friend, and please let everyone know what you discover. Aloha. Oh, no. Oh, no. And moving on, we'll go to the subform of the Our Life discussion subform, entitled Stinky, Squishy, and Proud. In a thread entitled Pooping in Diapers... Hard to get it all out by, once again, diaper guy 68 I really like pooing in my diaper, but one thing I don't like is that it's hard to get that quote-unquote finished feeling. If I poo in the toilet, it all comes out fine. If I poo in a diaper, it's hard to get it all out because the diaper prevents the quote-unquote very end of it from coming out. When I poo in a diaper, I usually have to take a small shit about two hours later or so on toilet. Any tips for getting it all out in the diaper? Messy Man replies, Don't put it on so tight. And Godin adds, This or try a very small enema if you wish. Diaper Guy responds, I used to do enemas lots, but stopped since they can't be that good for you. Well, once in a while is okay, I guess. I need the diapers on tight. It feels better for me this way. Don't they absorb more when they are on tight also? Diaper Diaper PT replies, In my opinion, two-type means less absorption. About the enemas, yes, you do have to worry about doing too often, lest you become dependent on them. Once a week even might be okay, but it probably varies individual to individual too. And just take off your diaper, clean yourself, and reapply a clean one. Eventually you'll poop again, but that's what diapers are for. Godin replies again, I love tight diapers too. But it's sometimes a huge struggle to push all my poop into one. I usually loosen the back a bit and then retighten when I'm finished. Ugh. In another thread in the Stinky, Squishy, and Proud subform, Elf King writes in a thread he entitled, Just a Couple of True Stories. I have two stories that I think a lot of people here will appreciate. One really good one and one really bad one. One. The good one. My parents were at work, and I had the house to myself when I decided I was going to try to mess myself properly for the first time. Usually, I got scared halfway through and ran to the bathroom. Anyway, to stop myself from doing that, I thought I would find a nice, quiet space somewhere in public to do the deed and then change. I drove around my town for about 90 minutes, until I came to a spot that I deemed no one would suspect anything on. Oddly enough, it was a field that had plenty of families walking down it towards the park or just out for a walk. However, there was a lot of field, so I quickly made my way to the back of the field and looked around. Although plenty of people could see me and I could see them, they were so far away that I assumed I was safe. So, with the nerves going in my stomach, funnily enough making me want to mess even more, I laid down on my back on the slightly damp soil, raised my knees up, lifted myself up so I was resting on my feet and elbows, then started to push, and oh my god does it feel good to feel so... (laughs) then I started pushing. And oh my God, does it feel good to feel so helpless as you mess your nappy with no way of stopping it and just having to let it all go. When I finished, I sat there for a moment recovering before deciding to go and find somewhere to change. I had to get back in my car and drive with my soiled nappy still on, which felt great. And when I changed in a little used public toilet, taking everything back out with me and made my way back home where I found an outlet for all my excitement, shall we say. (laughs) Well, great. Two, the bad one. Oh boy. I had agreed to give my cousin a lift to Ealing University in London for an open day he was interested in. Anyway, we were on the road when suddenly he turns to me and says that he really needs the toilet, and he thought he was going to mess himself. I tried to hide how much the idea excited me. But a few minutes later, he said the feeling was gone, and he was okay. So we continued on our journey until about five minutes later, when I very suddenly needed to go. I was desperate. I pulled over and ran out of the car on a high street and told my cousin to wait there. We was at a stage where I had about 30 seconds to find a toilet. I ran into the only shop that seemed to be open and looked likely to have a toilet, an estate agent, and ran in and asked the counter girl if I could use the toilet. I'm really desperate. She said the toilet was out of order and I knew my battle was lost. As I turned and started to leave, I felt the first little bit of poo for its way out into my pants. No nappy. I left the shop and realized all I could do was find a quiet spot to just mess myself and there were no other options. It was too late. I found an alleyway where I squatted down and forced a little bit more poo out before I moved to a much more secluded alleyway where I removed my trousers and soiled pants as quickly as possible and finished squatting on the floor to completely empty myself. I was terrified. Most of my clothes were covered in poo and my cousin was still waiting for me in the car. I wiped myself as clean as possible with my shirt, which I (laughs) Okay. I wiped myself as clean as possible with my shirt, which I threw in a big dumpster, and my soiled pants that I was hiding behind. And as calmly as possible, I walked back to my car and told my cousin he would have to walk from here. We were only a couple of minutes away, but no, I couldn't wait. And I, luckily, had a change of clothes in the car. I got changed, threw my soiled stuff in a big bin, and went home to change before going back to pick up my cousin when he was done. Luckily, me and my cousin are close, and I told him not to tell anyone. And I know he won't but it hasn't altered our relationship, and indeed we often laugh about it. When I'm at his house and one of us needs the toilet, we often say we are just off to Ealing, or something similar. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Anyway, I hope you enjoy my two experiences as much as I enjoy reading other people's experiences. Cheers, Elf King. Jack3295 replies, This was years ago. Before, I lived independently and didn't enjoy my present circumstance. I had diapered up for the day and went out to the local forest preserve district. I was wearing a disposable under some rather thick pin-on cloth diapers and plastic pants. A fellow diaper enthusiast would have spotted me in a moment, but to the general public, I was just another person out to enjoy a bright sunny day. I took a folding lawn chair with me with a good novel to read. I headed off down a path until I came to my favorite clearing. It was a large valley of perhaps 40 acres and for the most part completely secluded, aside from the occasional group of horseback riders crossing the clearing. I had the spot on a rise overlooking the pasture to myself. As was my practice back then and today, I had spent a few days fiber loading. Who agrees that the inventor of using psyllium husk be awarded the Nobel? Fast forward several hours, and there I was with an enormous load in my now wet and heavy diapers. I sat pleasantly distracted while I read my book and got some sun. A discomfort in my bowels told me I would soon be adding to the present load. I had been using the spot for a couple of years and had rarely encountered other visitors. I say this to help you understand the depths of my horror. As a herd of screaming kids came rushing out of the woods, they were followed by a few adults who acted like shepherds trying to keep them from running completely amuck. The shock of the intrusion and the subsequent panic accelerated my now extremely intense urgency. I saw one of the adults wave to me in an apologetic manner. I waved back and started to gather my stuff before anyone could approach me. I used a sweatshirt tighter on my waist to further disguise my diapered condition, which by now was a bit more obvious. As I walked towards the exit path, I felt an involuntary contraction release a mighty surge of poo. It wasn't firm but a soft warm flow that continued despite my attempts to stop it. Being as how the load in my diaper was huge by any standard, the growing pile of poo spread quickly as the back of my diapers expanded like a balloon. I took the walk of shame through the crowd of children, all of whom were too engrossed in their play to notice my predicament. I had to walk more than half a mile to the parking area, my embarrassment growing with each step. Funny, though, how my balls were tingling. Oh, brother. And in another subform of our lifestyle discussion, Turtlepins writes in the Sissy Room subform, I really hate how hairy my body is. For those of us who want to be cute LGs, the problem of hair is a constant battle. I can't keep my facial hair invisible for more than three hours. I shave my body daily, but have nubs by the middle of the afternoon. I hope someday they'll develop a pill that will cause all our hair to fall out and never come back. How do you deal with it? Betty Pooh replies, Electrolysis equals no more hair and a lot less money, but it's worth it. Hormone therapy helps out too, but it does other things which you might like or not. And it also requires medical monitoring for safety as it can kill you. Some people get good results with laser hair reduction, especially with dark hair. There's a gadget called the epilator, which mechanically yanks out all your hair but it's not for your face. After a while, your hair growth will slow after you use this. At first, you use it, it hurts like the dickens, but you'll get used to that, or so they tell me. The closest shave is to use a triple-blade razor and shave in many directions, or to shave against the grain. Do this a few minutes after a hot bath while the skin is relaxed. And in yet another sub-forum of the Our Lifestyle Discussion, entitled Baby Talk sub-forum, curiosity killed the cat replies in a thread he or she started, entitled, I had an official AB moment yesterday. As the title indicates, as the title indicates, I finally had an official AB moment last night. It seems that I finally got myself fired yesterday, and for time's sake, I'll just say that my employer knew I was too smart and hated what I did, so they manipulated things around me for the last six months or so and finally unleashed their plan. I was extremely pissed off and stressed as I left work, and really at that moment just wanted to slip into AB mode. I didn't even know I had an AB mode. I got home and of course was greeted with cussing, berating, and so forth. Hooray for my parents. I just wanted to slip away to a simpler time. I just wanted some comfort. And of course, that didn't happen. I'm not one to run from reality. However, damn, did I ever want to escape last night. I also pretty much proved why I have a slight A-B side last night as well. I definitely can say it is related to my childhood and upbringing. There was no nurturing or understanding from either one growing up. Hell, there's little to no support now. He's a douchebag and she's too busy being insane herself. For any of you who have someone to care for or someone who cares for you, be grateful and show each other your appreciation every day. I'm totally not into being an adult today. However, unemployment has to be filed and job searches have to be done. Heck, it's almost noon and I haven't even eaten breakfast yet. Take care everyone and hey, guess I'm coming to the dark side. The force is strong with this one? Loopy replies, As long as you keep facing up to reality, instead of just hitting the baby bottle all the time, then it's a great coping method. Just don't become addicted. And remember, there's an adult part to being an AB. My parents are, were, pretty much the same. Well, actually, my dad wants to be a bit more caring these days. But I'm 27. Could have done with the support growing up. But I've learned to cope by myself these days. And oh, it's not the dark side. It's the pastel side. Baby girl Amy replies, Although I don't need an excuse to put on or have a nappy put on me, my mummy slash GF knows when I am down or stressed, a nice nappy and bottle will calm things. It's a difficult time, but make sure you enjoy some peaceful time in a nappy to relieve the stresses of real life. Good luck. And again in Baby Talk, Curiosity Kill the Cat starts a new thread entitled, I Finally Bought a Bottle Today. As the title suggests... I finally purchased my first bottle today. I picked up a 97 bottle from Parents Choice with, oddly enough, frog prints on them. My only problem is that there is little flow from the nipple. How do I remedy this? I don't mind the suckling. No different than a pacifier. However, I'm not looking for a six-hour plan on drinking some milk. Mishka writes, It only takes me about 20 minutes to down eight ounces of apple juice with an unmodified nipple. Frogboy replies, Excellent choice. But yeah, as Teddy Bear Brian said, Buy a faster flow teat. Junie Bug for Lucy replies, Oh, me so glad who got one. And happy that it seems to be working out for you. I so excited for you. I get excited easy, I know. But ooh and yays. Clapping. I agree with what's been said. Get fast flow teats. I use Avent number four. They can be hard to get hold of and only fit wide neck bottles, but they are good. I don't modify them. Pins or needles work well too. The good thing with needles is that they get thicker, so if the holes are not big enough, then just get a thicker needle. Also, you can just cut a slit in it with scissors. I know lots of people do this. I like the way the liquid squirts through the holes, so I don't do it, but it's meant to be good, especially if you mix thick liquids. Hugs, Juniper. Abrera writes, sterilize the pin with fire, and while it's hot, push it through to widen the hole. Be careful, use common sense, and yes, fire and the needle will be hot. Curiosity killed the cat replies, You know, it was quite awkward recently when a fellow AB offered me a rapid-flow nipple, and my response was, quote, But I like to work the nipple. And finally, in the baby talk session, I don't want to read any more of this because it's upsetting me, More Diapers writes in a thread he entitled, Me Want a di Friend. It's so hard to find another dipoo friend who is willing to drive to see you. I can drive to see you too. But would any of you be in my quib with me? We play go to park and just smile. Where my baby clothes are all broken. So me need friend to talk to. We talk and have fun. Hear from you guys later. Smiles. That is disturbing. <laughs> Terrible, terrible, terrible. And of course, any good diaper fetish site has a spanking subsection, and this one is no different. And so we'll take a brief dip into the spanking pool in a thread entitled, Yowie Got Spanked for Fibbing by Diapered and Spanked. This naughty boy got 10 hard swats with the paddle yesterday for telling a fib. My butt was sore for quite some time afterwards. Told the wife a bill was paid when actually I forgot. This happened Saturday, and she made me wait until Sunday to get my spanking. I won't do that again anytime soon. She was mad, and my butt paid for it. Diapered and Spanked then quotes two other spanking stories. I received spanking Sunday night, also for fibbing. I said I had washed the clothes, and I didn't. This turned out to be a double spanking for me. There I was, naked, lying over my wife's lap, getting spanked with her hand and hairbrush, and in walks her mother. I was crying, and my wife asked her to sit on the couch. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was crying, and my wife asked her to sit on the other couch. My mother-in-law asked what we were doing, and my wife told her. She said, then he deserves it. My mother-in-law said she wished she could spank me for lying to her daughter. My wife thought about it for a minute. Then she had me stand up, still nude, my body hairless, and go over to my mother-in-law's side, and she pulled me across her lamp and spanked me With her hand and the hairbrush. Then I was crying like a little baby and my wife proceeded to tell her about me getting spanked for bad things I do, for bad things I do, and how I wet the bed and how I wear diapers, plastic panties, and panties with Kotex pads during the day. And bras and pantyhose went... <laughs> what? <laughs> then I was crying like a little baby. And my wife proceeded to tell her about me getting spanked for bad things I do and how I wet the bed and how I wear diapers, plastic panties, and panties with Kotex pads during the day and bras and pantyhose that she lays out for me. So now my mother-in-law has permission to spank me too and knows about my lifestyle. Wow, you may end up getting spanked a lot more than you're used to getting. Nice, your wife lets her mother join in. You won't be able to get away with any naughtiness as long as those two are watching over you. Will mom be diapering you too? And again, he quotes this Henny person. Since my mother-in-law spanked me and my wife told her all about my diapering and bed wearing, etc., it's funny you ask because last night I received another spanking from my mother-in-law as my wife set out the changing pad, baby powder, and lotion. After she was through spanking me and I was crying, she had me lay down on the diaper pad and put Vaseline on me and powdered me, put a diaper on me and plastic panties and a nightgown and sent me to bed. So yes, I guess mom is in on the spankings and diaperings too. You lucky boy, you have two women handling your discipline and diapering needs. I'm jealous. Well, that was enough of the spanking for me. And finally, although certainly we could go on for quite a long time, as we can be sure that this forum is full of silly topics, Will's go to the Daily Diapers Board, subform Diaper Talk, subform Adult Kids, in a thread started by ADL Diddick Bibi, which is a diaper loving addict baby, I'm assuming, uh, writes in a thread entitled Wedding the Bed No Diapers, No Worries. How many people out there agree that wetting the bed without diapers on deliberately often enough as possible, helps to minimize the amount of effort it takes to unconsciously wet your diaper. For myself, I've started noticing that since the three times I've forced myself to pee the bed this year while laying on my stomach, wee-wee non-erect and between shut legs, that either my mind is getting the grasp of it or I'm actually damaging some muscles, but the results are I can't hold it in as long as I used to be able to, well, during the day or night. And then I don't pay attention when I leak a little here and there. And now I start wetting my diapers while sleeping. Which wakes me up, but I think that's a lot better than having to actually concentrate on wetting. Does anyone think I might be hurting myself? I wouldn't like to lose all control, but I'd like to be able to wet freely when I want. Does anyone have any similar experiments and or results? David M. W. replies, I'm no doctor, so I don't know if forcing yourself really does any damage. I don't think forcing is necessarily the way to go. Relax, let it flow on its own, and be patient if it takes a while. It will eventually happen. I have been a deliberate pants wetter all my life, so I've eventually learned how to relax and let it flow in just about any position. So when I first tried deliberately wetting the bed, it happened pretty easily. Although standing up seems to get some benefits from gravity. Since getting into diapers, I've had some accidental accidents with bed wetting, but in my waking life, I haven't noticed any particular changes to my ability to hold it. Daily DI replies, Relax is greater than force. It can take a while, but completely relaxing is the way to do it. You'll eventually have to suffer through some false starts where you get the feeling you're about to go then the last moment your brain will stop you just relax a comfortable wedding is so much nicer than straining over time You'll overcome that damn potty training your parents made you do baby Keefe replies as daily DI stated if you completely relax I know that it's easy to say and very difficult to obtain you will eventually be able to regain the infantile method of voting freely Without even thinking about it. No, it does not damage any muscles and is fully reversible Just enjoy and relax and good things will happen Force it, and your subconscious will fight you. The original poster replies... Yeah, you better believe I'm going to let everyone know when I find a switch. And I really agree that in this day and age, it's so much easier to live an incontinent life. Because I mean, face it, nowadays, more and more people are becoming aware of our subculture through media, such as YouTube and TV and even music. But still, I think that if I decided to come out in my own life, all the people who think they know almost everything about me, it would be a great shock to some and incomprehensible to others. And I'd rather not break down those relationships I've built. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I agree with you guys on the subject of relaxing. It's my main method of conditioning ever since I put on my first diaper. Myself, not from someone diapering me before I even knew what a toilet was at the age of 12. I think relaxing and just flooding is the best feeling ever. The only time I like to push is when I need to do a BM, and I wrap myself too tightly in a white dye dye. And by now, those false starts that Daily Dye was talking about are my best friends, because I've gotten to the point where I can feel a false start, when I have anything, even a drop in my bladder, even when I'm far from it, and right there just thinking about that feeling of being on the edge of it is enough to simply open my water gates and just went without even having to reposition no matter what way I am in. But as I've mentioned, I think that those few times that I did have to push just helped me recondition those muscles who were. Very stubborn, but as I 've mentioned, but as I've mentioned, I think those few times that I did have to push helped me recondition those muscles who were very stubborn. And lastly, to agree to this, being able to pee laying down thing. Because when I'm asleep on my stomach, I used to have to fall asleep with my legs slightly opened in order to lucidly wet my bed. Now I don't have to worry about how I fall asleep to know I could wake up wet, which is a double-sided blade. Because the last time I wet the bed, I was actually not intending to do so, wasn't wearing a diaper, wasn't in my own bed, and was in the present, albeit asleep, of someone else, a family member. Diaper Boy M.K.E. replies, Your bed must smell lovely. Okay. Well, I think that's going to have to do it for the dailydiapers.com forum read for Lou Reed's this week. I'm just getting a little creeped out by the whole baby thing and I think it's funny that uh, he's that one of these people said that there's daily that adult diaper stuff is becoming more exposed to people even in music. Uh, I am not aware of any contemporary music that is about adults wearing diapers. Perhaps someone would like to enlighten me. Um, you know, if, if anything, it would probably be a country music song about not being able to hold your urine, or maybe a barbershop quartet. I'm just guessing. I'm having a hard time imagining T pain singing a song about uh, wedding himself and being proud of it. Anyway, I hope that uh, you've enjoyed listening to this dailydiapers.com nonsense, and I hope that um, none of you are considering joining this fetish because diapers are expensive. Once again, I did not write any of these posts. Not that you think that I did. Anyway, I hope you have enjoyed listening to Lou Reads. As always, I enjoy doing it for you. I do it all for you. I do it all for you. My name's Lou. This is Lou Reads, the internet for you. And we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Hi, Lou here from Lou Reads. I want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And if you get a chance and you belong to iTunes or any other of your podcasting things, please take a moment to rate Lou Reads positively, if you so choose. In iTunes, is a star ranking system, and we've had several people do that, but we only have three written reviews of Lou Reads. So if, you, if you're a member, just take the time to write a review. And and I know that some people have written reviews that they have not posted because apparently they were too silly or something um but if you do get a chance please do take the time to write a review and please make sure to stop in at lou where i blog about the subject of the week's podcast and also include links to horrible things that relate to the podcast if you're a member of facebook join the facebook fan page of lou reeds where i often post things that i don't post on the blog so it's a great place to be right up on top of new Lou Reed's things. And I also take suggestions and uh, communicate with people there. And remember, I'm always open to suggestions, so feel free to email me at loureads at gmail.com. Thanks again. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.